happens to be one of those provisional ballots. We've had a very successful election uh, campaign season. We've learned a lot, and we are prepared for the various runoffs that will be taking place during the month of December and, of course, with the senatorial races uh, on January 5th. So, again, I'd like to thank uh, Mr. Richard Barron, our Director of Registration and Elections, his staff, but more importantly, the volunteers who really worked in many instances around the clock to ensure that uh, this election season, this November 3rd uh, election, would be successful for us. And I'll say again that I had no idea when we first started that Fulton County, Georgia, would play the role that it has played and continues to play in determining the next president of the United States of America. Fulton County, Georgia, is a big deal. Mr. Barron, Richard Barron, our Director of Registration and Elections. Hey, good evening. Um, let's see, we are finishing up the count for provisional ballots and the UOCAVA, which is military and overseas ballots, uh, over at the at State Farm Arena. We've passed the time, past 5 p.m., which is the deadline to receive those ballots and to cure any of the provisional ballots. We are on track to complete all those and upload them tonight, which we will be doing once those are completed they'll come over here to the ballot ballot review board and then we um, our team is also preparing for the start of early voting for the December 1st runoff for congressional district 5 we also uh, have indications that there will be two other runoffs but the early voting for those will begin later in the month they that will happen after certification but it looks like there could be a a runoff for Public Service Commission, as well as Senate District 39. Those will happen on December 1st. And then there will be a runoff for at least one of the Senate races on January 5th. We will begin the closeout process, including balancing all the precincts and risk-limiting audit in the next few days. Um, we will... The last figure I had with provisional ballots is we'll probably be uploading 3,812 tonight. I know there were more than 900 overseas ballots that will be also uploaded. And I think one, one of the things that has been a positive outcome is that a lot of people have great appreciation for all of the work that all of the election workers and the poll workers do, which is positive because... There are so many people behind the scenes that do a lot of work that no one really uh, knows about because it takes months to prepare for an election, especially a big one like this. And I want to again thank all of our employees who have put in so much of their time, uh, lost weekends, lost time with family. Uh, we had a big COVID outbreak here in the warehouse. 25 people uh, became infected who worked out here. Um, so that brings us to 28 infections this year, and that's hit, hit the staff hard. But we, um, we persevered through it and had a successful election day. I also want to read a statement about a video that I'm sure some of you have seen circulating uh, about an election worker that was over at State Farm. I personally spoke to him, and the state election board had a monitor over there who witnessed the whole thing. And... 
I'm just going to read from a prepared statement that we that we made. But we conducted a review of a video that was uploaded to Twitter, which featured a poll worker assigned to work in absentee ballot processing. According to the video, the worker has been accused of discarding a ballot assigned while being assigned to operating one of the five ballot cutting machines. These devices are used to cut the envelopes so that you can then separate the outer envelope from the inner envelope. It's been questioned whether the poll worker featured in the video was discarding one of those ballots. The answer is un is no, undeniably no. At no time was the poll worker able to extract a ballot. I operated one of those machines. The only thing you do at that station is separating the envelopes and cutting them. If ballot extraction happens at the next stage of the process, and ballot extraction only occurs with the workers who are, who are assigned to those sorting duties. After review of the footage, I contacted him. He is currently in hiding because he's had threats. He's had to shut down all of his social media. And they know all of his personal information was released. Um, personally, I think it's shameful. He, um, he was merely discarding a list of instructions that had been put into one of the envelopes. It was taken and uploaded to a Twitter to Twitter by an individual in the absentee ballot processing area. And that has now resulted in someone having to leave his house and go stay with friends. He's afraid to drive his car because the information about his car and his license plate is out there. The release of the video and its caption led viewers to believe the worker was agitated, which resulted in the worker crumbling and discarding a ballot. However, one thing that you need to know is that those ballots are eight and a half by 19 inches long. In no time did you see him extract anything from, a, from an envelope and that crumpled piece of paper was, they were instructions and it was a smaller piece of paper. Voters often include lists of instructions like the one discarded in the primary absentee ballot envelope when submitting their ballots in the mail and or drop boxes. And he was one of the workers that we had who trained everyone how to use those cutting machines because he was very good at it. And he was the fastest one. We depended on him and he's no, he's no longer out there right now. Um, so I told him, I expressed my sorrow in that all of this has happened to him simply for wanting to be um, an election worker and, and, doing nothing but a good job during that. And so I can, I can take questions now. Any questions? They were still opening and scanning when I left to come over here. So it'll be sometime tonight. Oh, I, I think it's going to be, most of it is complete over there. But we had to, they didn't deliver Yokava until after um, 
5 p.m. over there. So it's going to be, yeah, unless the, the last uh, accounting that I got was 3,812 provisional. Um, it could be there was a member of our staff that was doing research on some of the on some of them to make sure that some of the rejected ones by by staff she goes through and ch does a check every election on the rejected ones and does more research to make sure that any of the ones that can be accepted do because she's got much more experience than the than the other staff that 